welcome back to another podcast episode with your beautiful bald host here, Tony Story. All right, so um, if y'all want to know how to connect with me, make sure you connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, on Instagram at TNTDad2728, and you can follow me on LinkedIn, which I'm not very active on, but if you want to connect with me there, uh, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. Okay, so um, another thing is, if this is your first time listening to the uh, podcast and you get some great, great content out of it, um, please leave me a review, a uh, beautiful review if you'd like to, add some poetry to it, some lines that, um, you know, rhyme or something like that. I think I just rhymed there. Anyways, um, long story short, guys, um, <laughs> make sure you uh, leave me a review if you don't mind. Uh, if you're just now tuning into the podcast and this is the first one you're listening to, uh, there's probably about 77, 78 more episodes before this. Um, one of my listeners told me that I actually recorded the same podcast. Not the same podcast. I gave it the same episode number, um, but it was two different episodes. All right. So now that we got all the house cleaning out of the way, um, I hope everybody had a strong closeout to their month. Um, if you're listening to this, I, we closed out our month at Legacy Ford. Um, we finished in the top 15. Uh, we finished actually number 13. And we gave some people in the top 10 some run for their money. So um, I'm very excited for my team. I think they did an awesome job. I see a lot of great things coming. Um, the other thing is, is that we're going to get the ball rolling. So if you if you finished out strong, make sure you get the ball rolling this month. And do not slow down. It's like I told you on the last episode. Um, put your foot on the throttle. Uh, let out all the gas and empty it out. Because um, if you have anything left in the tank, you didn't give it your offer last month. Um, and you, you uh, shortchanged your family and the dealership. So make sure you, you empty it out, man, guys. Just always empty it out. All right. So I was thinking about this podcast episode. The good thing is I'm in the comfort of my very own home. I'm not driving a long drive or anything like that. I'm actually in the comfort of my own home. Um, so you're not going to get hardly any background noise or anything like that. But the subject of this podcast, man, it took me a little bit to kind of frame it into my mind because of the way I think. I think, um, I, think I think a little bit more granular than most people. So um, but I also see the bigger picture of what the dealership's trying to accomplish. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think we took some deals last month uh, and, and most other dealerships, you know, I think you take deals that, you know, sometimes don't make sense, but they fit to the overall picture of what you're trying to accomplish. And I think we did a really good job like that, really good job of that last month. But the thing that I noticed, um, with some of the salespeople that I see, um, at my dealership and at other dealerships, um, is that I think you as a salesperson and us as managers and sometimes an internet managers um, that you don't, you, you, you look for the low hanging fruit, you look for the easy fruit, right? So basically, basically what that means is when you get an internet lead in and, um, and I always, I like to kind of refer to used car leads because used car leads should have a higher closing rate. But whenever you get used car leads in, um, it's usually low hanging fruit. You usually don't have a whole lot of um, issues other than just get them in the dealership. Um, that, that you have to overcome. Um, but sometimes, you know, you, you do have a little bit uh, more stuff that you have to look into. So for instance, and, and the, the name of this podcast episode is don't focus on just the low hanging fruit, right? Um, and the reason why is because I think us as salespeople, this is where I think you pick up your inc incremental, incremental deals. So for instance, you know, if you're, if you're selling 12 cars a month and you want to sell those extra three, it's where you got to look to find these deals. Um, they're going to be little hidden gems in certain places. So for instance, um, at the beginning of this month, I'm going to hit the, the uh, people up that didn't buy last month with, would you like to reprice? 
Um, the other thing is, is everybody that we sold last month, um, I'm gonna hit them up with a referral email. That way we can draw more business. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is what I think people uh, in the car business, what they look at is they look at the fact that, okay, day one, I gotta catch this many ups, this many phone calls, this blah, blah, blah. And what I don't think people realize is what's the, what's the non-low-hanging fruit, the stuff I gotta work a little bit harder for. I gotta work a little bit harder to get referrals. I gotta work a little bit harder you know, to um, um, get a couple other in, uh, deals. And, and, and that's what happens. I think we as a people, we as a society, we as car salesmen, we have the short attention span of what we want to get accomplished and we want to get quick, right? We don't want to sit there and, and think too hard. And that's one of the things, you know, for instance, there's internet leads that we, I know we didn't sell last month. There's customers that I know we didn't sell last month that, you know, were just on the fence and didn't know what they wanted to do or they were a little upside down. Or, you know, the programs are a little bit different and maybe the programs are a little bit better this month. And what we tend to do as salespeople is we forget about those leads, we forget about those customers, and we don't keep them in the back of our mind. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I've always been, I think, successful in selling cars whenever I was on the show before is I would literally put follow-ups in the system because uh, I used car research. I would put follow-ups in the system that would align with where the customer wanted to be. Now, whether they lied to me or told me the truth, I wouldn't know that until I followed up with them. But for instance... If a customer legitimately said, hey, I'm two weeks out, I would put it probably about seven days out um, and I would touch base with them in seven days and see if it was really true that they were two weeks out. You know, if they go ghost on you and they don't answer you, answer you, you know that they were probably lying. And it, But that's the thing. You can't help that people lie to you. Um, it's just, it's, it's what their human nature is, is what they do. The other thing is, you know, uh, with the low-hanging fruit, what I think we do typically as uh, salespeople when we get internet leads or we get those opportunities. For instance, when we get internet leads in, what you tend to do, and I, uh, but I don't do it as much as I used to, is we try to look for the, the internet leads that are the, the ones that we can cherry pick. Oh, this guy's interested, this guy's interested. And what we don't focus on is the ones that, you know, for instance, that are a little bit further down the chain. So the, here's, here's, a, here's a prime example. I had a customer that was an internet lead, right? And um, the phone number, she said no to it. Well, the thing is, is there are three other, uh, three other phone numbers in the system. So instead of just calling that one phone number, and that's what most of us do, is we sit there and we call that one phone number and we eliminate that as internet lead. Oh, bad phone number. And then we send out a generic email and we, and we write that internet lead off. But what me as a manager, what I like to do is I like to scrub through most of my internet leads. And I, I highly suggest anybody, if you're an internet manager or sales manager, um, that you scrub through the leads. And, and if you are not, if you're just an internet salesperson, um, I would ask your internet manager or your sales manager any leads that go over 10 days that aren't being worked that, that they be reassigned to you. And the reason why is these are those incremental deals that will help you at the end of the month. And it's, it's not the low-hanging fruit. It's the, it's the fruit. It's, it's not low-hanging fruit. It's not even actually fruit at that point. It's what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to dig into the ground you have to pull up some 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 dirt, and you're gonna have to plant a little seed in there, and you're gonna have to work it until it comes until it comes up, and, and that way you can pick from it because that's that's the thing. That's what I think, in my opinion, sets people apart from being average salesperson to elite salespeople, and uh, it, it's a concept that I've always looked at. So what I do, what I'm gonna do, uh, because I didn't get to make a lot of phone calls at the end of last month, I'm gonna start pounding through those things. And figuring out where my fruit is, where I can where I can plant some seeds, and where the ones I can pick right off the tree. And the same thing goes for if you're using an automotive mastermind, 
or an auto alert or if you're using a, a data mining tool for those customers that are in your system, those are the low hanging, those are sometimes the low hanging fruit. And what you tend to look for is, is what I see most of the time people do, you know, they have uh, BPS scores. Do y'all know, does anybody know what a BPS score? And if you don't, don't be ashamed. Uh, it's a buying prediction score, buying prediction score. And basically it just shows the prediction on which somebody's going to buy. And uh, uh, based on warranty, based on, you know, monthly payments, based on service, how many times it's been in service, all sorts of things, right? Mileage, everything. And uh, what I think we as salespeople and sales managers, we look at the highest ones, 100%, right? And for instance, I've talked to, uh, you know, the automotive mastermind people and the auto alert people, and that typically the, the, the buying prediction score that is the highest to convert is going to be between 72 and 82%, right? <clears throat> and, and, and that seems to be true for the most part. And it's usually not the 100% because they've already, you know, paid other vehicle off. They don't want to buy another one. But what you tend to do sometimes is you only try to look for those, right? And, and I'm just giving you all a little nugget. Look for anywhere between 72 and 85%. Those are going to be your highest conversions. But don't forget about the customers that are below that 72 mark. What if you have one in the 50% mark or in the 30% mark? And for instance, it might be the simple thing of having and going through the, um, the database and data mining tool and looking for the ones that have the higher interest rates. And that's what I'm ta- That's what I'm trying to tell you all. You know, uh, and I hate to kind of keep seem, seem like I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse, but what we tend to do, I'm just telling you all, what we tend to do is we, we look for the, the low-hanging fruit, the stuff we can pick off the tree we can sell right now. Those guys are going to come in and buy anyways. Those guys you don't spend a whole lot of time in. You know, you sit there and you, you pick that fruit, you eat it real quick, and then you move on to the next one. Now, make sure they get treated with good customer service. Don't, don't, don't shortcut them. Don't do anything different that you wouldn't do for somebody that you're working a little bit longer, but make sure you treat them um, with true customer service. Now, before I go any further, y'all know what's up, right? It's going to be the Anchor app um, sponsor. So I got to do this real quick because it's halfway through the uh, podcast. So if y'all give me just one minute, listen to this. If y'all have never started a podcast, it is the simplest way to start a podcast. I promise you that. If you want to reach out to me, if you want to start a podcast, I'll gladly tell you how to do it. It's not that hard. It's very easy. All right, so give me one minute and I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back, back, back. I don't think that's a song. Maybe, maybe not. Anyways, but rough, uh, regardless, um, what was I talking about? Automotive Mastermind Service, so on and so forth. Um, low-hanging fruit. Oh, man, where was I going with this? Man, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Let's, let's go off on a little tangent again. Um, but um, what we tend to do, um, like I said, man, I keep on saying that whole thing. What we tend to do as salespeople is, like I said, we, we look for that low-hanging fruit. So, for instance, when you, you when you are looking at the service drive customers, uh, the customers that are going through uh, uh, the, like the database and stuff like that, it's like I told you, you, you sometimes look for the ones that have a higher interest rate and have a higher payment. Because the thing is, is you might have had to take a skinny deal in order to get them into a vehicle because you're trying to hit a specific unit for the month. And what you did is you just worked a little, you just worked, you had to give it, you had to give a little bit more money for the trade. You had to cut the deal a little bit more. So they actually might be in a good, good cycle where they can buy and just, just hit them up, you know, call them, say, hey, what's going on uh, and touch base with them. Um, and that, and the reason why you want to do that is, is, is you're planting that fruit, you're planting that seed to them. Um, and, and that, and that's one of the things I've, I've always kind of learned, um, that would always set people apart, but let me get a little bit more granular on the internet side. Um, this is what I'm talking about looking for low hanging, low hanging fruit. Okay. 
because uh, I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper on the internet side on this one because, you know, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of internet leads from different data sources, but, and I've told you all in the previous episodes on how to answer an internet lead, but for example, okay, I got an internet lead the other day and the customer was looking for a super cab F-150 with a long bed, right? Well, typically most people don't look for those and in my opinion, I think I thought, you know, when he was entering the information up, entering the information in the system, it was uh, it was an error. It was an error on the Ford side or it was an error on the customer side. And so what I did, instead of answering that with a generic internet lead, trying to look for this unicorn truck, I sent him an email back and I said, hey, look, you know, I just wanted to touch base with you. It looks like you're in the market for a truck. I just wanted to get clarify a couple of things. Um, and it might've been just how the tra information transferred over but it says that you're looking for a super cab with an eight foot bed. Uh, I'm not saying that's not the case, but typically customers like you look for a crew cab with a six and a half foot bed, right? And right then and there, <clears throat> about three hours later, the customer emails me back, right? And what happens is, is that the um, customer exactly thought what I wanted, they, got, they wanted exactly what I thought they wanted to, wanted was a super crew, uh, with a six and a half foot bed. We emailed the customer back a couple window stickers. Now I haven't heard back from him. Now that doesn't mean I'm gonna ignore the guy. I'm gonna hit him up again tomorrow because there's not a whole lot of these trucks out there. So it's not like he has, you know, a lot to pick from and I was able to find them. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, you as a, a salesperson would kind of look at that internet lead and you'd be like, oh, he's looking for this and you would send him the wrong truck. Um, and, and that's the thing, you have to know your customer you have to know your product line. You have to know typically where customers make a mistake, make a mistake um, when they're looking at trucks. For instance, customers looking at a, a F three fifty, and you know they put this inquiry in. Well, for the most part, most of the time they're looking for dualies, right? Um, and what what might tend to happen is that they are looking for an F three fifty chassis cab, um, which means it has no bed on it. And that's another thing where you know you kind of have to dig down. You have to answer them back and be like, hey, this. You know, most of our customers that are looking for these trucks typically aren't looking for a chassis cab because it comes with no bed. And what they're looking for for the most for most of the time is looking for the longer wheelbase with the um, dually, um, the dual rear, dual rear wheel. And that's the thing. Those are those incremental things that are going to set you apart from everybody else. Another thing is, is when a customer sends in an internet lead on what their trade offer is, you know, what we tend to do as salespeople is we tend to write those off, right? Because we're like, oh, they're just trying to find out what their trade is. And we don't sit there and say, you know, for me, for instance, this is how I just, this is how I naturally think, you know, um, oh, they're obviously looking to trade their vehicle in, right? And so, hey, I, I, typically when I answer internet leads like this, um, I sit there and say, hey, this is, you know, Tony Story here at Legacy Ford. I see that you put an inquiry in, uh, looking to trade your vehicle in, which is awesome. We're always looking for vehicles like yours to purchase. It just takes you 15 minutes. We'll do a final condition report on your vehicle and we'll, we'll cut you a check for the vehicle that you're looking to trade in. But if you don't mind me asking, why are you uh, wanting to sell this vehicle? Are you looking to trade it in? Sorry, are you looking to trade it in? Are you looking to get another one? Um, what is it about your previous vehicle that you don't like that maybe you're looking for in the new vehicle? And what that does is it opens up a lot of questions for the customer to answer back to uh, versus you just sending out a generic email and that's the thing, that's what I'm talking about, is when it comes down to certain things, we, we tend to, as people, look for low-hanging fruit, and that's not the low-hanging fruit. That's the ones you have to work a little bit harder. Um, same thing with the Capital Ones. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Cap, Cap One uh, mailers, but at the end of the day, 
Um, it's, it's, it's what we tend to pay for in the business. I think they're grossly overpriced. I don't think you get your money's worth out of them anymore. But when you, when you do get those, you can't sit there and completely write them off. You still have to work them, and, th and that's the thing. When those come in, you know, you have to treat the customer a little bit different. Um, but, you know, understand, though, that you can't sit there and not, not continue to follow up with this customer. You can't make one contact and then that be it. Um, you have to make consistent follow-up contact with a customer in order to uh, get them to um, really remember who you are. I can't remember what the study was, um, and I don't remember. I, I, I'm, this, I might be completely making the statistic up, but they said most, um, most of the time it takes uh, a customer, a potential customer, at least 10 points of contact to become familiar and want to trust you. So if you're only making one phone call, and then writing that internet lead off, or you're making, you're sending out one email, and you're writing that that customer off. Um, now, mind you, if they haven't answered any of your emails or any of your phone calls after about ten times, I get it. But if you're only writing it off, writing it off after one time, you know, you as a salesperson um, should be ashamed of yourself. But the thing is, it's like I said, it takes at least ten points of contact. So you might have to call that customer 10, 15 times in order to either get them on the phone or get the email or have 10 points of contact, whether it be text message, email, or phone call to finally get them to become familiar with you, get comfortable get comfortable with you, and want to buy from you. Um, so don't don't sit there and, like I said, look for the, the low-hanging fruit all the time. Basically, the ones that you can just grab, but work the, work the ones that you have. You know, I, I know, for instance, at the dealership I'm at and the dealerships that I've been to, is that most of the time, most salespeople just send, tend, to, tend to sit around. And it's like I sit there and I walk down the hall yesterday and uh, the low-hanging fruit mentality started kicking in, right? Salespeople got a little fat and happy, right? We had a great month. They're all happy. Their bellies are going to be full with money here on the 10th or the 15th, whether your washout's on the 10th or the 15th. But their, their belly's about to be fat and happy with money, right? But what they tend to forget is, is that that low-hanging fruit that everybody's waiting for is the customers that are going to walk in the door right now. They're, they're going to happen regardless, Right? But right now, they need to sit down, buckle down, and figure out where those internet leads are. You know, we had an internet deal that we were working on Monday, um, or a referral, and it ended up not being a deal. But we just worked it and worked it. The mother mother submitted her credit application, and it should be a deal on Saturday. Um, there's a couple other deals I, I, I was working that should, you know, come into fruition and be deals um, this this week um, that we didn't so somewhat close out last month. But that's one of those things, you know, are you truly working everything that you know to the core? Are you working it to where there's nothing left and, and any response or anything that they did? Have you ever overcome any objection that they have? And, and that's what you need to do. Yes, grab that low-hanging fruit from the customers that are out there, okay? I, I have no problem with that. But don't look past the fact that there are customers out there that, do, that aren't low-hanging fruit. There are those customers you know, that are going to be on a 90-day buying uh, uh buying cycle, 180-day buying cycle. You have customers right now that are looking to buy a car on Christmas because they think it's the, the Christmas time is the best time to buy. And there's nothing you're going to do right now at this point to convince them to buy from you. So anyways, guys, I hope I helped y'all out with this podcast. Um, you know, the whole, I, I like we're going to go with the low-hanging fruit. Don't focus on low-hanging fruit. But guys, another thing I wanted to kind of talk to y'all about that a couple of y'all reached reach out to me. You know, I had a, a private instant message, a DM from a, another salesperson you know, asking me about phone sites. Guys, I'm not saying that phone sites is going to be answer all be all, but you know, you, those of you that are waiting for 
um, internet leads to come to you, right? Um, from whether it be TrueCar or whatnot. What if you could sit there and create a website, if you're tech savvy, if you create a website that you could generate and put out there on Facebook, Instagram, or just a page, uh, a page in general, and they go on that page, and then maybe eventually you can get the ability to sponsor it and put it out there in the universe, in Facebook universe, and actually sponsor the fact where you have other people look at it and have leads come to you. You know, the days of those, those third-party sources providing uh, internet leads for you are slowly going away, and you're gonna have to rely heavily upon yourself, whether it be referral-based or bad credit customers, or you looking for trade-ins, you're eventually gonna have to do it, and you're gonna have to be digital at it. You know, you sitting on a lot waiting for customers to come in is, is a dying dinosaur um, that died a long time ago, and you're gonna have to be a little bit more on the cutting edge of what's going on. So if you'd like to reach out to me, I'll make sure I share you share my affiliate link with you. Um, I think it's phonesites.com slash affiliate, and I think I'm 1425. I'll get the actual website next time before when I start recording the podcast. So please reach out to me. Uh, guys, if you want to reach out to me and connect with me on Facebook, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, uh, on Instagram, at TNTDad2728, and on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Uh, the other thing, if you've got some good content or information out this, out of this, make sure you share it with somebody. Um, give it a five-star review, share it with somebody, private message, DM, text message, screenshot it, put it on Facebook, Instagram, hashtag CarSales101. And the very last thing, guys, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business is what you make it. We also, also, we all win when we all win, guys. You know I love y'all. I'm going to start bringing y'all some good content uh, from here on out. All right, I love y'all guys. Peace.